Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Well, greetings and welcome to this week's episode of the Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. This week, I want to focus in a little bit on uh, what's going on around the world, uh, both as it relates to the pandemic and some other activities that we've been monitoring. Uh, you know, really, when it comes to the pandemic, of course, what we're seeing is a varied uh, approach and response, if you will, to kind of kicking off and implementing vaccination programs. Here in the U.S., I'd say we're in a pretty good spot at this point. And, you know, essentially what we're uh, monitoring for, of course, is evidence of herd immunity. And it's going pretty well in terms of case uh, daily cases being down and percentage of population getting vaccinated. And, um, and you know, as we look around the world, of course, we see different uh, paces of activity in that regard. Israel, as we've discussed before, has been super aggressive about it. And basically their case, daily case uh, impact is, is down to close to zero. I want to say something like 50 cases a day or even fewer than that for that country. And we're seeing, again, nice uh, trends here in the U.S. When we look at developed Europe, so I think company, or countries like uh, Germany, um, uh, Italy, France, you know, they're basically, uh, they started out slow, but when you look at the now the pace of the vaccination programs, they've really kicked it up. So they're going to move pretty quickly. The UK has been a little bit ahead of them, and I think um, has about 63% of its population, by my last count, uh, having had one dose there in the UK. Uh, and then it, it's very interesting to watch Japan, who, who's been super slow about this. Now, when we look at the economy, right, the, out, out in the world, and just focus in on the, the Eurozone, uh, you know, obviously what you think about is the economy reopening as, as people get vaccinated and, and countries and areas, regions start to sort of lift uh, restrictions. Uh, bottom line is in the Eurozone, while we saw in the first quarter a, a slight decline, which means they really had a double dip uh, recession. Uh, still, the growth rate uh, consensus forecast for the region for 2021 is over 4%, I think 4.3%. And so above trend growth for sure, and that obviously anticipates some pretty strong uh, reopenings and recovery uh, in the latter part of the year here. Now, as we uh, go beyond the pandemic and sort of the, the vaccination uh, effort, other things that are going on outside the U.S., um, uh, number one is, is uh, a G7 summit. So it was the 47th summit meeting for the G7 uh, and held, held uh, in the U.K. And basically, uh, you know, these obviously seven countries uh, and some, I think, other trading partner countries come together and essentially uh, talk. It's a sort of a political forum, uh, but the, it's also, also really about uh, sort of intergovernmental cooperation. So what were some of the takeaways or results of that meeting? The, the first and one that has been in everybody's focus is, is some level of tax cooperation that has come out of this uh, particular summit. Uh, the first being that really when they identify large profitable companies, and of course this is often related to big te tech companies, essentially they've implemented a, a rule that 20% um, that of the profits above 10% uh, 
that are earned when a product or service is consumed in a particular country will be paid, or you know, the taxes will be applied to those profits and will be paid uh, in that country where the product or service was uh, uh, delivered, or if you will, consumed. And um, and so that's you know kind of a big deal. It sort of uh, softens the motivation for co- companies to kind of try to move profits around. Uh, the second thing then was a, a a an agreement to a global minimum corporate tax, uh, and they set the number at fifteen percent, uh, which you know is again good for cooperation, I guess, but it's well below the twenty one percent rate that was requested by the Biden administration. So. Yeah, as, as the president is trying to advance his uh, tax hike uh, proposal, one of the key things to that was trying to get some uh, global cooperation and and get other countries to kind of go along with you know an increase. And you know, bottom line is that they didn't get the twenty one percent they were seeking, so it was kind of viewed as a disappointment, at least for the Biden administration. When it comes to the G 7s commitment to helping lower-income countries. They uh, uh, are intending to donate to donate at least a billion COVID-19 vaccines uh, shots uh, this year to, again, to lower-income countries to help um, kind of get those uh, areas to, towards herd immunity. Uh, another sort of takeaway from the meeting, not surprising, is that President Biden took a much more cooperative approach uh, to the engagement than, say, President Trump, who, you know, as we know, just took a much more sort of aggressive uh, stance on a number of fronts. So there, there was lots of mention about that sort of, you know, uh, the relief almost that some of these other leaders had to be uh, engaging with President Biden, who just tried to take a much more friendly approach. So. Anyway, a couple other things uh, here quickly on G7. Climate change, the group discussed that a lot. That's going to be in everybody's focus, I think, here for a good long time. And basically, they they sort of have these loose uh, commitments and proposals to do things like uh, eventually uh, end use of fossil fuels. So think about it, phasing out gasoline and diesel cars, Um and then maybe some kind of plan to move away from the consumption of coal, but really fairly loose and long tail type of commitments. So nothing sort of immediate, uh, but still, you know, climate change is on, on everybody's mind and they're talking about it. Now, finally, in terms of G7, the other thing that happened was um, really some commitment uh, to coordinating uh, both engagement and competition with, uh, with China. Um, so, you know, China has, for example, a Belt and Road Initiative that's been in place a number of years where they're basically going around and kind of cooperating with different countries and building infrastructure for them. Uh, and then obviously with that, strengthening their relationship, strengthening their trade, all of that. And so uh, President Biden actually brought to the G7 the concept of what he called the Build Back Better World Initiative, basically infrastructure programs for developing nations uh, to compete with Belt and Road from China. And essentially, the G7 expressed uh, support for that. So again, I'm sure many more details to be uh, dealt with. And then finally, obviously, as it relates to, um, you know, just being aware of any sort of uh, misbehavior from uh, from China, you know, the G7 is just expressing a, a willingness to work together to combat that. You know, the president, while he was in Europe, uh, did a couple other things that were worth noting. One, 
uh, his sort of engagement with NATO and basically, again, um, sort of there in part to uh, soften the aggressive stance that had been uh, uh, pursued by President, former President Trump. And, uh, you know, so again, sort of renewed commitment, uh, all of that. And, and you know, within that, uh, sort of talking to NATO about, you know, our engagement with China and our engagement with Russia. And so, again, just a, the idea of more cooperation, again, back with NATO. And then finally, as it's been well reported, uh, President Biden met with Russian President Vladimir Putin in Geneva, and uh, essentially, again, sort of uh, high-level messaging, but I think the way to look at it, at least from President, President Biden's perspective, is drawing certain lines just to tell uh, Putin that, hey, here are the things that are off-limits, and, and if we see misbehavior, we're going to react to that. So, you know, not overly friendly, I think, is a good way to think about what came out of that meeting. Um, but at least some maybe some transparency and clarity on what uh, issues are most important to both sides. So, you know, I think one of the reasons I wanted to focus on a sort of global update this week is just a recognition. When we look at what's going on in the U.S., we're sort of well along in terms of recovery. And so good vaccination pace, lots of areas reopening, people getting back uh, to work, getting back to engaging with the world. And then we're going to start to see that increasingly in other countries as well. So having a, an awareness of that and sort of watching and planning for, if you will, especially as it relates to how do we think about investing, uh, what's going on outside the U.S., we think is pretty important. So, hey, listen, thanks so much uh, for listening uh, this week, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.